0: Hey, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 creative coach. And in this episode, I want to share one of the biggest pieces of advice that I have for any indie filmmaker out there. Now, before I fully get into it though, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. Then we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did. And thank you if you already weren't. It truly really does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's get into this. What is one of my biggest Pieces of advice for filmmakers? Well, it's that whenever you're making a movie, try to only use score instead of songs. So, what do I mean by this distinction, right? Score is something that is uniquely written by a composer for a movie, right? As opposed to what I consider a song, it's something that already exists within the world that you can listen to, and then you're sourcing it for your movie and you know the a common example that I can give is let's say a dance scene you have a scene where people are you know they get up and they dance right and when you do that you don't want to just play a score you want something that a people generally know and like or B at the very least it's something that is so fitting of the scene that it just works right you know, um, in that way. So the problem is even if, like, you find something like that um, where you're resourcing it, um, you know, there's still money to be paid. And that's, that's the problem with this, right? When, when you're an indie filmmaker and working on a tight budget, you got to account for music rights. And it's very costly, all things considered, on a, on a tight budget to be able to get song rights, okay, And so the less you have to depend on that, the better off you'll be, the more freedom you will have. You know, for me, it's one of the biggest pet peeves when I watch an indie movie and, you know, let's say it's a group of kids and they're driving a car and they're like, hey, turn on the radio. And they turn on the radio and it's like the song and they're like, oh, this is one of my favorite songs. And it's just like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Now, you know, I get it. It's tough because, you know, that beep, boop, beep, boop, right? Or whatever it may be is actually from like some sort of music library for the most part that you can license relatively cheaply um, as opposed to, you know, like a Beyonce song or something like that, right? But it's in it. And in many ways, that's like a giveaway of of quality, right? In terms of what I think separates, like what people consider like cheap films versus like actual films, right? Just to talk about it in a pejorative way, how audiences might—maybe they might not say that, but they're kind of thinking it in their head, right? And so, you know, for all the things that that are out there, I think music is one of the biggest, you know, giveaways that you made a movie for cheap. And because you can hide a lot of other, you can make an amazing movie for next to nothing. Uh, You know, one of my heroes is Robert Rodriguez, and he certainly did that with El Mariachi for $7,000. Now, the thing of it is, he didn't license any music. He just created his own, right? And so that's the key there. So as you're... Working on whatever movie you might be in whatever capacity as a producer, as a screenwriter, as the director, whatever it may be, keep that in the back of your mind because it is quite costly, right, and, and difficult. Now, if you're going to do it, know that this is the fact and keep that in mind and make sure to allot the time and effort for that and also understand that, like, the more popular a song that you're trying to go out for – it's going to be more difficult and more costly, right? So just know those things. Now, I give you this advice, and here's a couple of cheats, uh, if you will. Number one, if there's songs that are pre-existing, you know that that are like friends of yours. You know, with my first movie, one of the characters uh, that I wrote in was based off of my friend Lauren Legrasso, and she plays that character. And Lauren's a musician, and so, you know, I asked her ahead of time, I was like, hey, I want to incorporate music, and specifically your music, into the film. Do I have your permission to do that? And, you know, we still had to, me as the filmmaker, um, had to license it from her as the musician, and, you know, we did that. We we negotiated and so forth and, and whatnot, and it worked out great. Right. She was able to cut me a fantastic deal and and whatnot to be able to do that. And it's great because the songs are featured in the movie and they they really fit. Right. Which is amazing. You know, for my second film, I always knew I wanted to incorporate a motif, um, much like Wong Kar Wai does in his movies. Right. Like, for example, in Chunking Express, he uses uh, the Mamas and Papas California Dreaming. And so I wanted to do a similar thing with a Colombian song. And, you know, while I had written the script and kind of fit it all in there, you know, we still had months of pre-production. And so I, as soon as I kind of thought of the idea, I got to work on getting the song rights for that and also knowing that if I didn't get it, then I would have to heavily alter the script because it was, it was like really laden in there to the point of like they call it out, right, the characters, and luckily, I was able to make that work, and you know, negotiate, and, and the fee was actually um, very favorable to me, you know, um, so which, which was great, right? So, you know, it's, it's not to say that it's impossible and whatnot, and that you should avoid it at all costs, but understand that it is a much more difficult road to go down. Um, and I say this as someone who uh, wrote in a dance, a couple of dance scenes into my movie. And the song in question that I, um, you know, there's, there's one in particular, one sequence in particular that I'm trying to get a song to, to be able to use and work with, right? And, you know, and going through various options to try to make it so it's not beep, boop, beep, boop, right? And, and people are like, what the hell are they dancing to? Um, so, you know, in, in that way, yeah, my advice to you is as much as you can avoid putting uh, sourced songs into your movie, the better and just have complete score. It'll make your life that much easier and it'll uh, make, you know, it'll be far cheaper in that way. But, you know, to each their own. I just wanted to, it's not like it's a hard and fast rule, but um, but just some piece of advice to consider as you set out on your adventure. Thank you as always. Um, you know, I'm sure you have thoughts of your own or maybe perhaps questions. Comment down below or hit me up on social media with any of that stuff. I would love to hear it and uh, you know respond and so forth, maybe learn from it, right? Whatever the case may be. Likewise, I've made mention to my projects creatively. Well, those are available to you. I've linked to them in the description box. Supporting that stuff helps support this because you know by getting to create that stuff, I can talk about my experiences here and give you the lessons to help your journey, right? That's what it's all about. And if you appreciate what I do and would um, that that you think you would benefit from more direct interaction well you, we can do that through my patreon page patreon.com slash phil and uh, there's various tiers there and various benefits for us to be able to uh, dive deeper on a more intimate level so um, thank you so much i appreciate you and I'll see you next time